is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. I ain't messing around. That's it. That's it. And we're not messing around here on Talking Cowboys. It is game week. It is Giants week. And might this be not D-Day, but E-Day here at the Star in Frisco. Bill Jones, Mickey Spagnola, Rob Phillips, Brian brought us. And here we are. It's the 2019 regular season. And that was Jerry Jones on the flagship station 105.3 The Fan this morning. Mickey, he's not messing around. No, he's not. And they read him this long, winding tweet from a fan, and they were saying this is kind of representative of what everybody's thinking out there, that this is a really good Cowboys team. you got an easy schedule to start the season. We need everybody there, so Jerry needs to quit messing around and get Zeke signed. So, is this E-Day? Yeah, that one saved up, didn't you? <laughs> I just thought of it You're all ready the way for in. it. <laughs> I mean, look, I'll believe it when I see it, but based on the latest reports, they're trying to push to get this done. He's flying back reportedly from Cabo to be present in case they get it done. And I think we had a mailbag question this morning, Brian, about how much time would he need to be able to play. Well, they got one padded practice tomorrow. And he hasn't practiced since minicamp in mid-June. It'd be, you know, it'd be great if you could get him in here and have him do that and try to get him ready for the Giants. I think it's asking a lot for him to have to sign and play. Yeah. I really do. You know, and, and just studying the Giants a little bit the last couple of days, they should be able to beat the Giants. They should. The Giants don't match up as well with them as some other teams down the road that we'll see. But if they can get him signed, get him going, and then find a way to uh, get him ready. I, again, I just think that this week would be difficult. But knowing him, he'll probably try and play if he gets in. But I think week two would be more realistic if that was me. I think that, though, is the, is the fear that that tweeter had uh, that led to what Jerry said at the beginning is as much as on paper it looks like the Cowboys have the better team than the Giants Fans out there are fearful, or at least that tweeter is fearful, that uh, you need to put your best foot forward and don't mess around. Well, you better not be messing around because, you know what, I bet somebody in 1993 thought without Emmett Smith here they had an easy opener with the Washington Redskins, and then they go and give up 35 points and to a team that only ended up winning four games that year. So I don't subscribe to any theory about this is an easy one. We can hold people out. Especially how long you guys have been covering this team, how much of a crapshoot division games are. Now, and look, that's, what, and that's not, what you start off with this season, two straight he, division games. I don't expect him to go out there and play 40 snaps. Uh, but if he gets into practice tomorrow, and I doubt they put him in pads anyway, they're going to ease him back in. But by by Sunday afternoon, maybe he gets 20 snaps. Maybe you put him out there and give the Giants something else to think about if he gets signed in time. But that's another story. It's interesting because we've seen him play on 
little to no practice time, you know, like his rookie year, he missed most of preseason, he got, but he got a little bit of work. In 2017, he was wondering week to week whether he was going to play or not, but he had some some background. He went to camp, you know, he was in pads some. Sure. This is this is unprecedented for him. As much as we think he's a professional in terms of getting himself ready, his body ready to play. I'm with you. I mean, it's you don't want to risk risk him getting out there having no football activity and then something happen where he gets hurt, you know. Yeah. Got to be no, careful. I, I just And they will be. Well, course. that's why I think tomorrow's the deadline. Yeah. If he doesn't get here tomorrow, then I'm not playing him. Like yeah. if he signs on Friday or Saturday, this isn't like Michael Irvin signing on, what was it, Thursday before the Monday night season opener, and then he went out and played? Sure. Do you think Zeke feels like uh, this is the deadline? No, he, his did... deadline's 3 o'clock Saturday. Why? Explain that one. Because if he's not signed by then, he doesn't get paid for the week. Yeah. If he gets if he signs at 2 o'clock, he, he gets his game check. Yeah. I think this is, I think this is more about... Ezekiel at now realizing that you know the Joneses are going to dig in, and they I, I, they haven't dug in like the Los Angeles Chargers have. At least they're talking to Zeke. At least they're talking about trying to create some type of new deal for him. You know, at least they're having dialogue. I, I don't see the the Chargers at all, but I think it's also to me about more about Zeke saying, "Listen, I it's all right, it's time for me to start playing football." You know, I've got to figure out how is 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 it under the current situation? Is it under a new deal? I think that it, I think there's a sense of urgency now with with his side. Uh, you know, the Joneses have pretty much said, okay, this is what we'll try and do. We'll try and work with you. We've said it all along. You know, we're going to talk about Lyle Collins here in a little bit, and we've kind of always said hey, the door's open. The, the the cap guys said this that door is open. If you're willing to deal with us, we'll deal with you. And we've seen that now the last couple of uh, deals that they've done. They haven't there been, hasn't been a pecking order. No, it's yeah. just you know I mean, I mean you know, the, the the whole thing with Lyle Collins. It's you know Lyle Collins basically left, in my opinion, left about five million dollars a year on the on the you know on the uh, on the table. If you look at where his where his floor could have been for where if he'd have got to free agency. You know, if this thing turns into where it's say it's a ten million dollar year thing, the Cowboys got a heck of a deal. If that's, but we'll see. We'll see what the number is. But Lyle Collins is a fifteen million dollar year tackle, in my opinion. He really is. And so if if he came in and said, "All right, this is what I'm going to do. This is I'm going to sign. I'm happy about being here," then good for the him. Good for the Cowboys. They got a deal done, and I think that's kind of where they're at right now. See, I think what everybody needs to remember on this whole deal is. The Cowboys want to do this deal with Zeke. Absolutely. They want to do it. They don't have to do it. Nope. They could wait three more years if they wanted to. Sure. So it was kind of their idea to get this done ahead of time. So the the holdup is obviously what the other side's asking for. They don't they don't they don't want to make him sit. The Chargers now I think want to make Kel, uh, uh, Melvin no. Gordon sit. Yeah. It doesn't sound like they have any interest in signing him. No. So it's time to it's time to get in. And the other thing is, if you remember last year when you know when guys hold out, uh, Earl Thomas held out the same way Zeke did. And on Wednesday of the season opener, he showed up without a new deal, by the way, because he was going to lose five hundred thousand dollars, and he saved face by saying. I am invested in my teammates. I didn't want to leave my teammates down, and he came in hat in hand and played the season out. So the, it's time. 
There are uh, some. I'm checking Twitter myself, and uh, there are there's some chatter out there that it, they could be close on a deal. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, we've heard that a lot lately. Yeah, but but yeah, I don't think there's any question. There's been progress in the last few days to try to get this. Done. Mickey, you're kind of our resident cap guy, and I'm not asking for a number. I'm asking you: Do you feel like the, it was the difference between the way the contract was structured that maybe they were looking for more upfront money? And the Cowboys are trying to backload this a little more. Do you think that's kind of what the holdup is on this? Not necessarily, because what teams have been doing lately with the signing bonus is the signing bonus has been smaller, and they've been giving roster bonuses that have been guaranteed. Right. And and so to, to help with the guarantee money that doesn't affect the base salaries, basically what they're doing is saying... We're going to have these guarantees over so many years. Like a lot of these contracts, the guarantees have been three or four years, not five or six, right? right? And so some of the guarantee came in roster bonuses that were guaranteed the first, the second year. And then the third and fourth years, they were guaranteed three days into the first league year. So they've been kind of messing that around so they can keep the base salaries uh, a little bit more reasonable because what they want to do is they don't want that proration hitting big at the end of the contract. They would rather big salaries at the end of the contract. If this, if okay, then if I, my next question to the panel then or to you, Mickey, then since you, you do understand this and you have a good handle on this, with the fact of his off the field stuff, would you rather have a front loaded contract with him or a back loaded contract? Oh, I would rather it front loaded. But see, you have to be careful with the base salaries because they can only increase fifteen percent. It's the thirty percent rule, right? Is so that what we're looking at? Fifteen percent each year, you can increase the. Did I say fifteen or thirty? No, you said fifteen. I just said thirty. I thought it was fifteen percent. They could only increase the base salaries you, that much right. per year. You're right. 15%. So, so you got to be careful on where you start that base salary. And again, his. If it's a five-year deal, it's probably going to be a seven-year deal because he's got two years left on the contract. Sure, worth what, like twelve, thirteen, thirteen million. million. Yeah. So they'll they'll throw him some signing bonus for this year, and they'll reduce his base salary, and and, and then he'll get. And that's the way they did. Uh, what was the other contract? They kept the the the. Uh, Jalen Smith. The fifth-year deal. Oh. The, the fifth year that they picked up, they kept that right. the same. Okay. So uh, that's the way they've been doing these contracts. Now, the difference and the thing with Lael Collins is, you know, he had a 6.52 million base salary this year with a $2.5 million escalator. Mm-hmm. So by signing him to a long-term deal and giving him whatever the signing bonus was and prorating that over the length of the contract, they reduced his supposedly reduced his cap hit for this year by $5.7 million, yeah, there, there you go. which yeah. means there's more money in there. And yeah. that's one of the things we talked about with trying to get Amari's deal done at some point, is that if he could, then that would lower his base yeah, salary maybe significantly would. for 2019. See, and the difference is with, with Dak, it's going to increase it, because he's only counting right now right. $2.12 million against the cap. And I'll go ahead and uh, say what's being reported by Pro Football Talk out there. It's unconfirmed. Getting initial chatter of a Zeke deal being done six years, $90 million extension. 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 Who reported that? Pro Football Talk. So now okay. it's gone it from six talk. to seven. It was seven before. Now it's eight. 
because it's six year so that extension would take you through twenty twenty the rest of his career. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And again, I, the reason I asked that, I, I was trying to think of because of his off the field stuff or the things that you've had to deal with. If you gave him the money later, could you get out of a deal if you gave him the money now? Now. And have less to yeah, that's what I'm saying. If, right. If you tried to if you tried to backload this deal on him and he doesn't, you know, you need a reason if to get out. That's, yeah, uh, that's we, what I was thinking. Because to your point, like we've seen deals around the league and Cowboys in the past where, yeah, it looks like he's a, got unusual off the field problems. It, it looks like a lot of years. Yeah. But really, when you look at the structure of it, it's mm-hmm. maybe it's a three year deal. You just got to see where the guarantees run out. Right. Because you're yeah. probably right. Because the last couple years, you can put. A balloon amount that sure. you'll never get to, Not, right. or if you get there, you're going to restructure it. Jerry was asked, "Is the off-the-field stuff a concern in these negotiations recently?" And he said, "No, but it is something that he's had in the past." And I, I don't know if it's in. That's one question I have, and they've been tight-lipped on this. But like, has that been part of the negotiation where the, you know maybe he? That's an issue for him. Like, I'm, I'm not. I don't need protect. I don't need you to protect yourself against me. You know, yeah. and, and potential issues down the road. Yeah, that that adds another layer to these. You know, I, he's he's unusual in that regard because he does have run-ins. You know, with the commissioner's office, whether it's his fault or not. But you know, he's but you had, don't get if you do, you don't get paid. So it really is a moot point. Yeah, but right? I was just thinking about if they had to get out of the deal. That's what I was thinking of. Like just get out completely. Get out deal completely. If if something were to happen, in you know, again, I, I'm not. Again, everybody out there is probably accusing me right now of not liking Zeke. That's not the case. I've been one of the few guys that say to pay the man. But I also understand, though, that the teams thought about, okay, if something does happen, you do not want to owe a bunch of money on the cap. The dead cap, money. The cap thing is the, yeah, is the, the issue. Yeah, you know, Mickey will come on and tell, well, he's a $13 million cap hit. It's kind of like Taco. You know, when we were talking about, talking about releasing Taco, Mickey's telling you, and rightfully so, he's guaranteed $3.5 million. That, that Don't tell me that doesn't play into what's going on. He's absolutely right. And so are you in a situation with Zeke if something happens? Can you structure it to get out of it if, it, in fact, that does happen? That's only if as a protection, as I'm saying right now. So anyway, it looks like it. Uh, and, in fact, the, the fact that um, Jerry on the radio this morning said he was hopeful, that was a yes. very positive sign. Yeah, and I've been saying – Tuesday, the week of the first game. So here we are. I think people were saying that July 25th when the team arrived for training camp. The deadline on this thing is 3 o'clock on Tuesday. Do, do I get Giants an extension way. to three Wednesday morning? 9-3-19, September 3rd. Yes, Rob? No, because it's real now. They're getting back to practice. They're in pads tomorrow, and the Giants are staring them right in the face. And the so. other thing on Bill's point about 3 o'clock, because they'll have to make room on the 53, right? Somebody's got to go. And if the person's on the 53 after 3 o'clock on Tuesday, he gets paid for this week. Regardless if he's here, if he doesn't play, he gets paid his weekly salary. So you might say, well, that's only thirty, forty thousand, But every dollar counts against this salary cap. It makes a difference. So we're sitting here checking Twitter. Uh, there, Any there, minute, Bill. But, but there's a there are players on the team also checking Twitter until three o'clock this afternoon. Especially if you're expendable. Exactly. That's what I'm. That's what I mean. All right. We're going to. Should we take a break and come back with the LC? Get deeper into the LC sure. thing. Let's do that. Sure. You've and got we the continue, steering wheel. We continue to monitor social media as well and breaking news from here at the Star in Frisco, and we 
we come back. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS1 score September 2018. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Work the Cowboys way and channel the winning business tradition of the Dallas Cowboys and the Jones family at Formation. This dynamic workspace provides an elevated work experience on the STARS aspirational campus with exclusive membership options available to meet varying needs. Choose from open workspaces, dedicated desks, and private offices to leverage our home field advantage for your individual business success. Limited memberships are available now, so apply today at formationatthestar.com. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at stetson.com today. Back to Talking Cowboys. Oh, what a big week this is. It's game week. We're going to get into these New York football giants as the week goes on, but it's uh, getting some business taken care of today. That has been the hot topic around uh, these parts. And, of course, we await uh, news on Ezekiel Elliott perhaps being Well, he's on his way back here, according to reports, and um, we'll see what happens later today as far as him perhaps getting signed and then being out on the practice field tomorrow as the Cowboys will have their – they worked out yesterday, but the game week officially begins on Wednesday uh, for any team playing on a Sunday in the league. We're now – you know, in Chicago and Green Bay, it's Friday. They're playing. They're, play, they're playing on Thursday night. That's, That's right. When this 100th season of National Football League action gets underway, as they honor the 100th year. All right, let's honor LC a little bit. I've said it's E Day. Well, this started out as LC Day as well. And Lyle Collins, he uh, has uh, posted on Instagram a picture of him signing his contract and saying that he is a cowboy for life. And good uh, for him. Yes. And I think he's very smart on his part, too, myself, if he wants to be a cowboy for life. Yeah, it's funny how around draft time we were saying, eh, I don't know if we could, they could get him re-signed next year when he's set to be an unrestricted free agent. And Connor McGovern wasn't drafted solely for that purpose. But then you're thinking, oh, well, maybe he's a guy could move into guard. You kick Connor Williams out at right tackle next year. Well, no. Lyle Collins is your is your right tackle for the foreseeable future here. Yeah, Lyle Collins is developing into a top flight tackle. If you if you ask me about the way he's playing, the toughness he you know you talk about just the guys on that on that offensive line, him, Frederick, Martin, Smith. I mean that's a that's a you know, one of the better lines in the league, and to have him as but at right tackle as he continues to improve and. 
you know, he he did the right thing, as you guys were saying. He wants to be here. He made a deal. He went in there and told the Cowboys, hey, I'm, I'm willing to listen to what you have to offer, and here's what I'd like. You know, and, and these guys are smart. They'll make these things work, and they did with him. And, you know, I, 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 I'm one of these guys that believed if you took this year and then watched Lyle Collins hit free agency, he would have got paid very handsomely. And, and the fact that he took a deal that was friendly, to, he believed, to himself and to the football team, uh, credit to both of them for getting that done. And it's good that he's part of this because I believe he will continue uh, to develop into, again, a top flight right tackle. And he got his money early. That means something. Plus, you've got now. Now you've got some security too at that position. That's why I thought everybody was wasting a lot of words and breath on this overthinking the draft choice of McGovern, who kind of fell in the Cowboys' lap. That wasn't their idea, and it certainly wasn't their idea to move uh, Connor Williams to right tackle and let this guy walk. Uh, and, and obviously not since they signed him. Well, I didn't to a five-year extension worth reportedly fifty million with thirty-five million guaranteed. Obviously, you want to keep him, and they are keeping him. But if he were to get to the open market next year, you don't know what it what he could command and whether they could afford it. Well, no. So if, so he, it worked if he had out a well, great year, yeah. yeah, he was. They were probably going to have to let him go. But again, I don't if think you there's pay any the question. guy early, you convince him to stay. Yeah, and, and Brian said it. They, he came to them and said, I want to be here. And you know what? It kind of reminds me of the Jalen thing because Jalen talked about how they took a chance on me injured. Well, the Cowboys signed Lyle Collins in some of the most unprecedented circumstances, undrafted, a first-round talent. And I believe two years ago they rewarded him with a two-year extension, got right. him back some of the money. He lost so much money not getting drafted. Um, and I'm sh- sure he feels loyal to this team for, for what they did there. And, uh, you know, he talked to the media yesterday a little bit. He talked to us not – he didn't break any news on this, but he said, you know, the coaching I've gotten here, starting with Frank Pollard to Mark Colombo, he just – he thinks it's really helped him progress as a player, and he clearly wants to be part of this organization. I think these guys, Jalen, they see the youth and the talent on this team, and they see something special that could be brewing here, and they want to stay. I just think they see money now. Money now means something. Would you want to re-sign on a bad team just to get money? You know? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know. I think. I think that's the arrow pointing up for this organization is another reason for these guys to want to buy in long well, term. Well, you you would hope so. Yeah. I mean, you could. He could very well have said, oh, "I'll just play this out." If people are on a bad team and say, "I'll get as much money as I can next year." It would be interesting to see his thirty-five million reported guaranteed on what what's that? How many years that spread out over? Because the deal with counting this year would be six. So it'll be interesting to see how that spreads out. You think out. Amari Cooper wants his money? He was asked, he was asked the status what? of his no, talks I'm, I'm yesterday. Just, I'm, just, I'm asking well, Mickey. No, no, I'm because, asking because Mickey. you know what? He knows he's going to make $14 million this year. thirteen okay. nine, right? But, but So still. the incentive would be, what's my signing bonus? Sure. Is my signing bonus going to be fourteen million, and I get it right now? Yeah. And I don't have to wait till December to accumulate. You know, one it? thing about Lyle is that is he's from this part of the country, okay, and so you, you, from that standpoint, a family standpoint, he wants to be in this part of the country, okay. 
The other thing is where I give him a lot of credit is him understanding what he is. Yes. Okay. He is a right tackle in this league. The left tackles get the humongous contracts. Okay. Now he could play it out and see what the market is out there for. Maybe in some team might give him a shot to play left tackle and pay him left tackle money. Because he did it a lot but, in college. Right. You know, right. But, yeah. but, but I think he, he looks at himself, he understands it, and he sees that – I'm playing for the Dallas Cowboys and the opportunities that represents, much like with Jalen Smith, on a very good Cowboys team, what that could mean in terms of more money coming in, whatever, and just having that stability in his life that, okay, I know I am here, okay? And I think I think there's, there's value in that. And I give him credit for making a mature uh, decision when once they came to these terms on it. You know, and, and, and I bet he still is somewhat grateful that after what happened when he was a rookie and the Cowboys couldn't redo his contract till after two years, and they didn't have to do it because it was a three-year deal, but Jerry did what he thought was the right thing, and they redid the deal after two years and gave him a two-year extension uh, on what he didn't make that first two the years. The total opposite of the running back, right? If you look at, should be grateful. Well, the other thing I was going no, to mention no, with Amari Cooper. I mean, that's what I'm saying. If you, if you, if it, again, people out there think I'm bashing Zeke. I'm not bashing Zeke. I'm just saying though, if if you talk about players that should be grateful for opportunity, should be grateful for, you know, for what they've done for guys having your back. This this running back really wasn't very grateful. Now he's he's you know he is what he is because he's a he's an elite player. Don't get me wrong. But if there's anybody that should be appreciate what this owner tried to do for him, it's this guy. And I don't think he has. I really don't. Or the agent has it. Yep. Or he doesn't hasn't told the agent, hey, let's do this. Yeah. And he should. And maybe he has. Yeah. Yep. I, I think that, I think this could have been I think this deal with, with Zeke could have been done if Zeke would have reported. I really do. I think that they could have worked this out with him playing, practicing, being part of all this. I think Stephen Jones, Jerry Jones are reasonable in that way. You know, he's like, hey, listen, th- this is where I'm at. Can you help me here? You know, because Jerry and Stephen did, they did have his back. When, you know, I, I said it earlier. I, I don't know what I said on this show. I said on one of these radio shows I was on <laughs> that, you know, you look at uh, Jerry Jones went after the commissioner on behalf of, of Ezekiel Elliott. Think about that. He, he's trying to take down the commissioner of the National Football League. That was a that was a bizarre season and yeah. a bizarre stretch yeah. of weeks. Like I said earlier, we're like he didn't know whether he was eligible to play up until a Friday, and then he'd play. Yeah, you know, and yeah, and they had his back the whole way. I th- a lot of it's business, Brian, as you know. He's twenty four. Yeah, he's looking at it probably and saying, if I have another two years on my deal and play those out, that's another five hundred, six hundred carries on my tread on the tires right. and I'm older and let I want to cash in while I'm at the top of and my game. And the Cowboys right now. wanted him to cash in. I'm not saying that. I'm just yeah. saying what he probably is thinking business-wise. I understand. I understand. You know, and look, it looks like eventually they'll get there. But it would have been nice to Brian's point to have him in camp and have him we're, oh, I, we're not discussing how much time he needs to be able to play in a game. They'd have got this done. I would like, I would have I would like to know how how far apart they were in the negotiations. Because I had a, a giggle that I didn't get to use on the pregame show when we had Michael Irvin on, and I went back and looked when he held out all of training camp and signed the Thursday before the Monday night opener, and it came down to they were $150,000 apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and really, when you look at it, if it turns out that these 
unconfirmed reports of six year, ninety million dollar extension. It is right it right where anyone could have seen it was going to wind up. Yeah. You know? At, it generally is. Yeah. Generally exactly. is. It just the the path that, that we took to get there wasn't the ideal path. Especially for you know, and the the Cowboys love Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, they do. They really do. I mean, but they also were in a tough spot because they're drafting so well and they've got guys to sign. They also couldn't just say, like, you know, the Rams just rolled over on Todd Gurley. To me, they rolled over. You know, they moving from St. Louis. All I know it, it happened last year, and all, I get that. But they just rolled over on that deal. You know, and now, and then, you know, the Rams are going to be in a situation they've got a bunch of young players that, you know, they're going to have to take care of themselves. And all of a sudden, that Gurley deal is not going to look as good. To them, and oh, it's going to be, you know, oh well, we need to do something here, you know. So I, I just, the, the, you know, the, I understand what I, I understand what the Joneses did because if they if they roll on this deal, if they just rolled over, then they're going to have a whole bunch of other players trying to do the same thing as Zeke Elliott, and you can't do that. You just can't do that. But the Gurley deal a year ago, where he was at the exact same point in his contract that Zeke is right now. Sure. That, that's what gave the Zeke camp conviction that this is what we can do right now. Yeah. Yeah. So. Sometimes it works in Melvin Gordon. Well, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. It depends. And, you know, the bottom line is Cowboys need Zeke. Yeah. You know. I, there's no question they need Zeke. I mean, if, if and they've said that if publicly, you're, if they you're know. Gonna, if you're going to get to where you need to be, you need him. Now, let's see what Kellen Moore does. Everybody out there who is analytics guys, and I'm not an analytics guy. I don't know if anybody in this room is an analytics guy. I do know though that with my own eyes, I see what he does for this football team. I see how he can affect games. You're going to see a guy this weekend for the Giants that can affect games the way he plays. That's Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. So don't tell me elite players can't make a difference in these games. And if you sit there and say, oh, well, they could just go on and do this. You don't need running backs. It's not important. Okay, fine. Whatever you, whatever you want to say is great. But we don't know what Kellen Moore's, how Kellen Moore is going to call these games. We really don't. We've watched 30 practices. We've seen four preseason games. Might have a little bit of an idea. But Kellen Moore might say, okay, we're going to be very, very uh, play-action heavy. You know, we're going to be very much trying to throw the football on first down and stuff, which we haven't seen before. So to me, you know, if you sit there and say, oh, they can live without the running back, what, you know, that, that's, that's, that's just not accurate. That is just not accurate. This team needs this running back. They went six games without him in 2017, and it was a challenge, man. Those, I think, what did they lose? Oh, and, then, and, and everybody will argue. Everybody will say, "Oh, he only averages five yards a carry. You can oh, throw the ball and get yeah, eight yeah, yards yeah, a pass." Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. it's 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 on and on and on. I'm not an analytics guy, and folks, if you're out there and you love analytics, good, congratulations. But also look at the eye test. Just sit down and just watch the damn game. Who said that? By the way, somebody said that. Me. Well, well before you. Okay. <laughs> I'm just telling you, though, that, that's where that's that, right. That's Bill. where that's where this this guy accounts for two thousand yards of your offense. No question. Joe, go try and replace that. Yeah, you, I love Tony Pollard. I'm glad they have him. But don't go try and replace two thousand yards. Go out and try and, and replace a guy that can blitz pickup and guy can catch a screen and go sixty yards. You know, that, that, that's my eyes. That's my eyes. That's that has nothing to do with analytics. Or throwing the ball on first down, or throwing the ball on second down, or throwing the ball on third down, or going forward on every fourth down. It has nothing to do with that. In other words, don't overthink it. I don't think, yeah, you're right. All right. 
It's the first Mickey read of the regular season. Oh, no. Do I have one? <laughs> next here on Talking Cowboys. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning members? about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yep, and now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof, Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at otterbox.com. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine a surging river of ice-cool Dr. Pepper roaring with carbonated mists of desire. You're dangling above it, upside down, like a fishing lure in the wind. 23 flavors tickle your nose, but the river is too far away to taste. Dr. Pepper calls to you. You, you. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. Well, I've got another new free offer from Jack Black. It is time to shed that skin. The exfoliators free with a $65 purchase. And this deal ends at midnight tonight. The exfoliators ex- include mm. face buff, energizing scrub, deep dive glycolic facial cleanser, five milliliters of oil control toner, and line smoothener so that really helps out if you got some lines in your face why are you uh, looking at me smooth them out i was looking to see if you had any there bill <laughs> so make sure you more. go to getjackblack.com and get your 65 dollar purchase in by 11:59 tonight at the same time they announced seek that's right could 11:59 be. tonight could be jory epstein Tweeted, if Ezekiel, 
if Ezekiel Elliott holdout ends today, there will be something wonderfully biblical about the Cowboys running back wandering in holdout wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights. Has it been 40 days? I guess it's been 40 days and 40 nights. Good job, George. There you go. You know, we haven't had an opportunity, as we've talked about Zeke a lot and LC a lot over the first half hour of this edition of Talking Cowboys. We haven't talked about the fact, number one, we are going to be – In this time slot, 11 a.m. Central Time throughout the season, followed immediately by the break, right? Yes. Absolutely. At 11.45. Okay. So keep that in mind as we go forward throughout this regular season. We also haven't had an opportunity to talk about what happened over the weekend, which is this roster got put together. Oh, yeah. There's that. Takes takes all around on (laughs) on what happened as this roster got or is getting finalized at 3 o'clock this afternoon. I don't think there were really many surprises at all. And I think a lot of it has to do with just the depth on the team. You kind of had a feeling, give or take a couple spots, who was going to make it. And, you know, guys that probably would have made it anyway are on injured reserve or on PUP, like a Noah Brown. So it kind of sorted things out that way. I mean, it's there was not a whole lot of suspense. I think there was maybe more suspense on who was going to make the practice squad after guys cleared waivers. I didn't see Brandon Knight making this team. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. I just can't. That was I one mean, surprise. I, yeah. I can't I can't go there and, you know, and then we kind of talked about what was going on. The fact they couldn't figure out what happened at safety. Yeah, that that was another thing and maybe it had something to do with injury. Maybe with Kayvon Frazier, the fact that they went 5 and 5. I think tells you, you know, that they had problems figuring out what was going on at safety. Maybe again, maybe because of because of uh, Donovan uh, Wilson's injury, they had to carry the extra guy for uh, for uh, this first couple of weeks. Might be the case, but uh, I, I I I didn't see Brandon Knight making this. Well, team. let's just remember: within two weeks, two more guys have to go. Mm-hmm. So Brandon might, in in the thinking, might be somebody might take him on a Sunday, but by Friday, your roster's already. Sure. Fit, uh, finalized for that first game. And if you pick him up then, he, you owe him three games on the roster. Right. So they may be thinking that might be a way to get him from the roster to the practice squad. Yeah. Because I agree with you. I, that, that, that might be the only that surprise. That might be the only one. I, I, was mean, going, I, I was going nine offensive linemen. They ended mm-hmm. up with 11. I mean, I was a little surprised. They don't, have a, they don't have an extra tackle, but by the way. It's 10 now, right? Because well, yeah, McGovern, McGovern got put on. Uh, yeah, right. Recallable IR. I was a little surprised they cut Jordan Chun running back, but then they wound up bringing him back yesterday. So, how about no love for Mike White? Not even for the practice squad. Yeah, I mean, not even for the yeah. practice squad. Did someone else pick him? I haven't seen. No, I haven't I seen haven't, him. I haven't no. seen him. Mm-hmm. I mean, they lost the Justin Phillips, the linebacker, to the uh, Oakland Raiders. Did they? He went to the Raiders okay. practice squad. Productive. Uh, but yeah, he pre-season. was productive in the preseason. Right. Did they lose him, or did they not want to sign him? Well, I'm just saying they. He just went. He, 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 he went. He yeah. found a spot. No, because the, if the Raiders really wanted him, they could pay him more than eight thousand dollars a week. I'm sure. I don't know what they're paying him, but he's no longer here. He's in Oakland. Yeah, <laughs> that that was mm-hmm. my point. Yeah, you would have thought that he would have been a guy. I mean, Devin Smith made the team. We all felt like he earned that spot. They cut Cedric Wilson. You know, we thought maybe they'd keep six receivers. I mean, there's just there wasn't a whole lot of suspense here. Wilson's on the practice squad, by the way. I was, you know, it's weird how we always kind of go into this, and maybe it's because you're so focused on the team you're dealing with. 
But you're thinking, okay, there's no way that this guy's going to make it through. There's no way this guy's going to make it through. There's no way this guy's going to make it through. Heck, every one of their guys made it through. That just shows these these teams like their own guys. Now, I mm-hmm. will give Will McClay credit for this, though. He signed a tight end uh, on the practice squad that wasn't here, and he went for the quarterback that wasn't here. That to me is a good thing. If you're a team that will sign, too. yeah. If you're a team that will sign seven of your own and three of somebody else's, that's evaluation right there. Mm-hmm. That's just not being married to Justin Phillips and Mike White and those guys like that. Even though Justin Phillips, I felt like deserved to be on at least on the practice squad here. You know, well, how about uh, Nate Hall? Nate Hall didn't make it on the practice squad either. Did he Buffalo, get, did he Buffalo practice squad. Yeah, oh, but that's what I'm saying squad. here. Okay. That's what I'm saying here. He yeah. was, you know, there's there was a there were several guys. How about the tight end uh, Cody McElroy? Kind of thought maybe Cody McElroy might have a chance to develop, but no, he didn't make it. Uh, now, he had Jaylen. an injury, didn't he? Uh, it, it was it was waved injured. Yeah, but yeah. he's yeah he's right. going to be yeah exactly. Right. Uh, Jalen Guyton's not on this practice squad. They went out and signed Vintel Bryant. Yeah, from uh, what Cincinnati? He was in Cincinnati's camp. So I, th- I think that had more to do with Guyton's understanding of the offense or lack of. That's kind of the impression that I got that there were. Yeah, the the talent is clearly there. Does he fully get what they're doing? That was that was a big question right there. So with with Mike White, they basically traded off fifth round picks, right? Because the guy they signed, basically, Thornson, yeah. was a yeah. fifth round pick this year by the yeah. Eagles. Eagles, right? Eagles. And I didn't realize that about him. He started fifty three consecutive games at Northwestern. Sure did. Four years Big starter. Ten record and tied a. Mm-hmm. Power Five Conference record for consecutive starts, but he didn't make it there. So I think it's an it's like, hey, we know everything we need to know about Mike White. Let's take a look at this guy. We liked him in the draft, and obviously they weren't going to pick him because of Mike White being. You around. know what he fell victim to? I think in Philadelphia though is Sudfeld's injury. Yes, because they they're keeping Sudfeld, but I they mean, couldn't still, have a they couldn't have a, basically they were going to have to keep. Four quarterbacks if they were going to keep their draft pick right. because they they signed Josh McCown and they let Cody Kessler go and so but Sudfeld does not have a season ending injury he had a broken wrist first preseason game and so um, you're not keeping four quarterbacks yeah no yeah, so, absolutely so uh, so that uh, credit the Cowboys there again on that one is is picking up that guy and at least take taking a good look at him and see what he's got. And uh, there's something to be said for being a four-year starter and having that at Northwestern, no matter where you're playing. Right. There's a there's a track record of guys with a lot of snaps in college being able to do something. Yeah. All and right. Some of these guys ended up with uh, fortuitous injuries too. Like yeah. Noah Brown was they they wanted to keep him, but they were able to keep him on pup. And same thing with uh, Jalen Jelks and John Vay Johnson, because I bet if Johnson wasn't hurt. I don't know if he would have. I think yeah. I think Johnson. He was, might have made the practice. Squad. Johnson would have been on the practice squad. They they moved on from Guyton. That's right, just, but that yeah, was, that was clear. About but the D line kind of got sorted out with injury. Daniel Ross on injured reserve. Uh, you cut Daniel Wise and brought him. That's back a rotator cuff, right? Yes. Uh, Ross. Ross. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, two-minute warning goes to both benches here. What you got in the final two minutes as we look ahead to the rest of this day and the Giants coming here this week? I, I like the fact that everybody practiced that was supposed to practice yesterday. All the guys you thought of, it was nice to see Zach Martin out there, Tyron Smith out there. Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how they incorporate uh, Byron Jones. I mean, Byron Jones was running with the twos. Uh, that means Anthony Brown, if they go the way that – if they go all week that way, then likely – 
uh, Anthony Brown could be your starter at right cornerback with uh, with uh, across from a woozy. Jordan, so, and Jordan yeah, Lewis and Jordan going, is coming in the slot. Yeah. Don't you think that's smart with a guy coming off a hip and haven't been able to do that much? Oh no, I, it's absolutely, and yeah. you know, and, and we might get a situation too where we see. With uh, with uh, with Barkley being the type of player he is with receiver, could we see another thing where Jordan Lewis takes that takes that uh, Alvin Kamara role? Something to keep an eye on. Maybe you know, hint or, uh, snoop around, see if that's the case at all. Anybody else got anything here? Just, no, I was going to echo the wait and see. the guys that were injured that they said would all be ready to go by the start of the season. I think ten guys, if you include. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence and Tyrone Crawford. Uh, all those guys were back practicing yesterday in some form or fashion. Uh, the entire offensive line back in order. Uh, Sean Lee back out there. Um, so yeah, I think that and Amari Cooper out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Now didn't do a lot, but it's first practice. You ease them in. So I think that was very significant yesterday, getting ready for that first game. And now we wait. We do. Some more. Yep. Zeke Watch continues. 40 days, 40 nights. Will it be a 41st night? And one thing that I take out of this edition of Talking Cowboys, we are not messing around. There you go. Right? (laughs) We'll talk at you again tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!